Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, talkers. Coming off a nice, long holiday weekend. What a better way to start it with Lori and Julia here on this Monday afternoon. I'm sure we had some fun weekend claims. The fame are just nice, relaxing with family. I, I mean, think probably everyone had some weekend yeah. claims to fame. If nothing else, a four-day weekend claim to fame yes. gives you some room to have a lot of fun and, you know, get Relax. out there and enjoy yourself. Now, you were out of town in Montana. Was. How was big sky country? Okay, First of all, they're having winter. Yeah. So there was so much snow. And last night I texted you and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's dumping cats and dogs. I love the snow. Yeah. We cross country skied every day. Jeff had never cross country skied. And um, that was fun. Yeah. It's not that easy. It but looks you, easier than it, you know, like it, what, I remember the first time I went cross country skiing. I'm like, it's going to be a piece of cake. Right. It's not. It's, well, where we went the first day, you know. Hills, straight hills. up two miles and then down two miles. Okay. He did great. Yeah. And loved it. And, you know, I'm like, you want gloves? No, I don't need them. Do you want, like, you know, other pants? Snow pants. No, no. Just an industry. I'm Burr. like, okay, you're on. I've just let people go. Yeah, right. Um, But it was so beautiful because there's so much snow. It's so peaceful. People were cutting down trees in the canyon and dragging them out, you know, yeah. and I saw deers being, it was deer hunter weekend too, and deers are coming down the canyon on sleds. I mean, it was just so... Deers uh, were coming down yes. the canyon on sleds? Well, they had been... <laughs> being you know, they they weren't breathing or, anymore. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, say, I, wow, those are sledding deer in Montana? I, I've never seen that before. I've never oh, seen that before, yes. but it was just a beautiful weekend. It was so, it, you know... It was nice here, yeah. too. I mean, it oh. was like the weather here was like perfect for shopping and happy hours. Small business Saturday was Small, a yes. great day. It was 54 50. and oh sunny gosh. out. I mean, it was a great day to get out and support. I think it really, snow. yeah, but it really helped, you know, yeah. shopping and yes. all of that. And I did two power days of shopping. Um, Friday, my dad had chemo, so he's like, you know, don't do all your shopping on Friday because I'm gonna, we're gonna go on Saturday. Okay. So, um, I I was in and out of JC Penney's like five times. Uh, it's the only department store left in Duluth. Well, lots besides of good Kohl's, sales, though. Lots of good sales. Yes. But shopping with my dad on Saturday. Now I haven't shopped with him since 2018 um, on a you know Thanksgiving weekend. First of all, we leave the, his apartment, uh, and his wife Mary has to come down with his phone and his tape measure because my dad doesn't believe tape measure. Mints on boxes sometimes. So he wanted to clip his tape measure on his belt. Okay, so we get that. No, her dad is a cat. Oh, I mean, he's you don't else. know. 
So we go Measure to twice. we go to Home Depot uh, because he and his wife had sold all their Christmas trees when they sold their their home mm-hmm. right. uh, for years. So there was like some good deal on a pre lit tree, like a two hundred dollar tree for seventy nine bucks. Oh my god, that's a really good deal. Yeah. So my dad wanted me to help him measure the base because he didn't this believe the thing, love. and I this wasn't doing it right. And was the tree set up, and so you're going around with going the around measure? like that, and oh. in the store, in the store, <laughs> funny. you're on your knees. Yeah, and I'm not doing it right, and then, uh, then you know, he decides to buy the tree. We push it out of the cart. You know, get it in the car. And he's like, where's my cane? I'm like, oh, boy, this is only the first store. <laughs> Search the store. Oh, it's like the going cane- with mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cane was in some trees. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then he left the cane at Ulta and then once at JCPenney's. And then at JCPenney's, we, I did a little video of him bra shopping. He's so hysterical. <laughs> His whole thing is price. You know, yep. and there's no allure in Duluth. And no, my right. dad... Buys like these sports bras or whatever for his, for his wife. wife. He's always bought her her lingerie bras, yeah. bras. And I would say real loudly, Dad, I don't think they have your size here. <laughs> you know. But anyway, he kept like getting extra help. He'd take off his hat and show his bald head. Well, I had chemo yesterday, right. so you know I'm out here shopping with my daughter. Oh, let me help you. Uh-huh. I mean, he's playing the cancer card all damn day. <laughs> yeah. Go to the front of the line. Go to the front of the line, and then I met Funny. his. His old man coffee clatch group, and they're all like mm-hmm. Vietnam vets, except yeah. for one guy, oh, uh, wow. Phil, who's no. 98 oh. and World War II. Two. There you go. Naval. How cool is that? What a, a Navy group of guys. guys. That's so cool. Oh my God, he was so cute. I asked him, I said, You know, I got a girlfriend who's looking for TRICARE, and she's going <laughs> to American Legions and VFWs. Are you interested, you know, in a young lady? And he said, Well, they got to be at least 75. Oh, that's funny. They've got to be at least oh, yeah, 70. That's, I don't have any energy for anybody younger than 75. He was, that's like, so, so cute. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, so that was that was just fun to... And it was just, you know, I did the happy was hours. Was it busy? Was it, it was busy, busy the shopping? It was busy downtown Duluth. Yeah. It was busy at the mall. Mm-hmm. I think people were shopping the small... Small uh, business, yeah. Small business Saturday because the, I met some friends at a... Fine saloon in Duluth called Burgies, and um, down the street are all like Duluth trading and all these different stores and breweries, and it was popping, you know. And yeah. I'm sure Canal Park was busy because it was like 50 mm-hmm. in Duluth, so it's kind of nice, yeah. you know, if you're there and wandering yes. around. No one is freezing, you can leave your right. coat in the car. That's mm-hmm. true, but bring on the snow, please, please, please. We're gonna get some hopefully tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like it's coming in tonight. It's going to make the drive-in a little dicey tomorrow. Is it? I thought it was only it's like It's only maybe like three two inches. inches. Yeah, but it's it's like the second or third snowfall yeah. around here. You know how we act. It, it takes oh, us time well, to get acclimated. How'd you like to be a resident of the big island of Hawaii oh. with the volcano erupting for the first time in 40 years? Wow. Yeah. So no. it's rumbled, but lava, it's like actually... Lava Shot. is flowing wow. for the first time. I think it flowed like from 19... 19- 84 to like 89 continuously. Yes. And uh, I feel like I saw it. Lori. But it takes up half the island yeah. of the big island. But like where Casey and I stay, which is on the Kahala coast, it's nowhere near. Okay. And the lava would have to flow up. Oh, yeah. No. Well, there you go. You're so, really the you know, there are those people, but Hilo and oh, you know, yeah. the, the evacuation plans, but the photos are, are gorgeous, but they're already warning people about the VOG. 
What's is that? Is that smog, like f- smoke, fog? Volcanic, Volcanic ash, smog, gas, oh. and I guess little bits and pieces of glass oh. Oh. can spew. So I, anyway, you know, the pe- people on the Big Island are, you know, like anyone who lives around Hilo or something, because that oh. lava, once it gets going. Isn't that where the big factory is? The Gila. The Gila. Well, there's remember? macadamia and the, orchids. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that silly? Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyway, that's uh, yeah that that's happening over there in Hawaii. And my dad left for Mexico today for two weeks. Well, hey. How lovely is that? I know. He's saying goodbye to all of his favorite places is what he told me. Yeah. Because he doesn't know. He's like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go to Puerto, if I'll be here next December. And I'm like, well, Dad, God willing, you are. Yeah. And you yeah. can do another trip. He said, but just in case, I'm saying goodbye. Hey, good. I'm like, right, okay. Do what you got to do, buddy. But do that's it. so fortunate that he can do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. It is good. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. I know you probably didn't see it, Julia, because you just got back uh, in town this morning. But HBO last night had on... Um, the Bruce Springsteen Howard Stern interview, and that's our story we can't get enough of. If you don't have HBO or HBO Max, last night HBO aired, they edited down the like uh, interview that uh, Howard Stern did with Bruce Springsteen a couple weeks ago, because Howard Stern, obviously now we know why there were so few clips posted, even on his own show, because they had this deal with HBO. I got it. And they didn't want a lot of the audio clips and everything. They just wanted people to write about it. And um, I listened to the interview in like bits and pieces. But it was, uh, it, it's a good. Um, it's, it's, it's it's Bruce just, just sitting on the couch threw, in yeah, the studio, just, just hanging. The, threw the camera in there, and they had a keyboard and like three guitars. And you know, Howard's back in. This was the first time he came back in the studio since COVID. And he's kind of got a cozy setup, but um, so I, we're not going to play any of the music. In in this special, you'll see there's a lot of Bruce just breaking out into song and playing. Did different you love things. the special? It, it was really, really good. And um, but I thought, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have HBO that might want to listen to this. So the first, uh, this first clip we have is Howard asking Stern how how he unwinds after a, a bad. Concert? A bad show, which I don't know that Bruce Springsteen has bad shows, but. You'd go home after a show, go back to your hotel and sit there. And what would you do? Would you drink to forget? Would you what? How do you unwind after a show when you feel like you're a failure? Yeah. um, yeah, I just used to live with it till the next show. And and then I'd walk out on stage twice as determined and twice as crazy. You know, would you tell the rest of the band that you that you considered this a a disaster and that we no, you kept that internal. Yeah, there was no no sense in in uh, dragging them there. You know, they 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 had the burden of following me as it was into the breach of two of two and a half and three and a half and four hour shows. Wow. Yeah, I know, because that is like, uh, you know, kind of been his thing for a long time is playing these uh, long shows. I never I've never heard of even a bad review of a Springsteen show, but maybe early in his career. I I don't know. Um, But here everyone has an off day, of course. And then um, he talked about, uh, oh, here he is talking about his relationship with Patty Scalfa. She was tough. She she 
you know, sung on the streets in New York with her girlfriends. She had a work life of her own. She'd sung on some Stones records. She uh, sung with Southside Johnny. She was in Asbury. You know, I, I saw her singing at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, and that was the night that we met. Uh, How long did it take for Patty to trust you that you really could be the man in the song and that you would stay there with her? I think it's. Still, I think the clock is still ticking. Oh, on really? She still doesn't trust you. I get it. <laughs> I think the question should be: How long since she's been able to trust you enough, <laughs> enough to keep you in the house? You know. And I guess in this, uh, because of this uh, special on HBO, um, uh, someone there's Jan Wenner. You know, wrote his memoir, and in. His memoir, he wrote about a party, a dinner party at Tom Hanks's house with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce and Patty, and of course Rita Wilson is there. But Rita and Maria Shriver are good friends, and Bruce is like, Jan Winter shares a story about, you know, being married to a strong woman, and he said, and once you get married, there's another person you have to be considerate of it, considerate of and share your life with. As your equal, and apparently um, Arnold said, uh, "Time to go, Maria. Heal." Oh, that's hysterical. Well, that's just funny. And of course, years later, yeah, he is. has the baby with the housekeeper yeah. and all of that. Oh, that's funny. That anyway, so here's uh, Stern asking uh, Bruce Springsteen of "Born to Run" saved his career. Is that? Maybe the most pivotal song in your career from the standpoint that the first two albums had come out. You were in a position where you thought Columbia Records might drop you if the third album wasn't big. And then you write Born to Run. And it was your third album. And, and that song was released as a single even before the album came out. Yeah, Was that your do or do? Like, do you look back on that song and say, thank you? Thank you, Born to Run, because you <laughs> say, you know, who knows what would have happened. You do. I do, because uh, that was basically the song that people identified me with and probably still do to some to some degree. You know, it's it's uh, it comes at the end of the night. Do you get and tired of playing it? No, that's the best. Mm -hmm. That's the best. Yeah. Because you just, I hate people who say, I'm not going to play that anymore. Right, I right. love it. And that that's such just, an iconic song. And it's and so the fun. Riff, yeah. I love that. Um, and then uh, here was something uh, that uh, I didn't hear in the original radio interview, but Bruce Springsteen talking about use, using hearing aids at home. And what about your hearing? Can you did, did, has uh, rock and roll destroyed it? Or yeah, you, it's 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 bad. Uh, it's I, bad. Yeah, I'll use hearing aids. You do? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Patty said, "Hey man, you are you just not listening to me, or can you hear a <laughs> word I'm saying?" Oh my god! And I go, "Honey, what's that problem? Listening? Well, get get." Get some hearing aids. <laughs> do you ever take the hearing aids out and just say that's not enough? No, I can't no, do that. But uh, I do, uh, I wear, the, I wear them. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm home quite a bit, and, and I help a lot. So yes. I guess anyone yeah. in a band, it's not surprising, oh, but you don't hear people talking about you it. You really don't. I bet so many people... In bands. In bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or loud machinery or right. whatever it is have lost. Um, he also talked about, um, they talked about, you know, do you think rock music is dead, is, you know, whatever. All right. It feels like rock is kind of gone in a way, you know. It's just not as important to everybody as it, if to me growing up, there was nothing more important. Yeah, I think music is, music has had to share the cultural arena with uh, video games, movies, you know, all, everything else, everything you can imagine. And that's just, that's today. You Don't know? you thank God you're not doing it today, like coming up and trying I do. to, yeah, it's. I, I gotta say, I do, you know. Yeah. Uh, I tell Steve, I said, look, we're old men, okay, but we came up in a golden age for right. what we did. Oh, yeah. You never think of that about all the competition for people's attention. Now, music's just a piece. It, yeah. it was all we had. It was. And the three TV channels. Right. That was it. Isn't that something? I never have thought of that. Yeah. So, and then, you know, they talked about listening. He, Bruce talked about it. He's a, uh, had listened to Taylor Swift's new record, and he thinks she's a terrific uh, songwriter and makes good records. He talked about writing Blinded by the Light, which was a hit for Manfred Mann, I think. Mm-hmm. A very annoying 80s song. Blinded by the Light. So a lot of people don't know Springsteen wrote that, and he just said he performs it on the show, and he says, this is just nonsense. I used a rhyming dictionary, you know, to come well, up with this song. Right. and But that's the, the catch in the songs, the pop songs. You have to have the rhyme to yes. get it to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Based on my songwriting experience, sorry. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> you know, we've written so Prolific. many here. Right. Prolific. Anyway, it was a, it's a good special. If you got HBO, it's and definitely worth look watching. Like a snack and a half. Oh, he looks so cute. And Howard looks good, too. Mm-hmm. They looked as happy to be together. Yeah, it was. It seemed like a fun, yeah. good time together. Like you said, he had back in the studio, back That's in right. his element, in a good place with an amazing guest. And tomorrow we're going to be out at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater doing a Santa stop. That's right. We hope people will not let a little snow stop them from coming by and seeing us. And we always have great appetizers oh, and drink special. Oh, so much fun. And that's always a fun show. Okay, before we get into I Gotta Tell You Guys, I watched the new show Wednesday. Which, oh, yeah, lovely. Which is yes. the takeoff of the Adams Family, yeah. and it dropped last Wednesday. Awesome. And it's is that a, a family pick, and I'll play. You can. You're no, but I mean, we all watched Montana, it. Yeah, yeah. Montana, it but it's play. but it's so clever. And Fair. Tim Burton. There's eight episodes. He directed the first four, and someone else did the second four. But it's really, it's Lori. It's so you. Oh, I know. It's, I, name <laughs> I can't tell you. I mean, the sets, the clothes, the witty dialogue. It was scary. It was suspenseful. It was fun. It's just so clever. We did just watched the whole thing. We did. Yeah. There's eight episodes. We yeah. watched the whole damn thing. Love it. Over four days. That's not bad. No. no. 
And it's just, and I never was an Adams Family really fan. You don't have to be because it's really just about Wednesday mm-hmm. and she has to go to the school mm-hmm. and everyone in the school are kind of the others. Right. And um, this Jenna Ortega mm-hmm. who plays Wednesday is amazing. How is Catherine Zeta-Jones? She's not in it a lot, but okay. she's great when yeah. she's in it. Yeah. You know, and I kept looking at her thinking, is she 50 or is she 60? Yeah. I mean, she's I kept going <laughs> back and forth. But it really, it's, it, it on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 88%. Wonderful. And so I just would, it's got a good sense of humor and it's fun. Yeah. My dad doesn't have any streaming services, oh. so we watched on TCM some Westerns, but the one that I really got a kick out of was The Long Riders. And it's like a 1980 film about the Jesse James Day. It ends in Northfield. Oh, yeah. But it's got three sets of famous brothers. Randy and Dennis Quaid. (gasps) Oh. James and Stacey Keach. And all three of the Carradine brothers. Oh, that's like a... And it's called The Long Riders. The Long Riders. Yeah, The Long Riders. So that was good. We watched Stagecoach. Oh, my gosh. We watched... uh, Planes, Trains, no? uh, No, we watched, you know, the Viking game. But, like, my dad, he either wants to watch action or westerns or sports. That's my dad, too. That's funny. (laughs) It seems like a lot of people's dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Of course it it is. And then uh, last night, I know you probably didn't watch Yellowstone yet, but... I didn't. In the middle of Yellowstone... The full 1923 trailer drops with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. It looks really good. But, I mean, one of the things is that in 1923, the porch with the field stone, you know, mm-hmm. what do you call those, balustrades or whatever sure. on the porch, yep. the support yeah. are the same ones that we see in Yellowstone. It's the same view that... Uh, John Dutton and his daughter Beth sit mm-hmm. and have a drink, or John and Rip, and they right. look out. The main lodge. And you see it's a field stone. So you're getting a feeling. They've well, it's built the in 1923 because we see them on. on the, in the same dwelling. In as the same exact. Do they, look, do they look like they have chemistry together, Helen Mirren? Yes. yes. It looks really good. Yeah. Really? Those two look fan. They oh, look delicious. And we posted that today on the yes. Lorraine's yeah. show page. Oh, good. Because was... all we had a couple weeks ago was a still of the two right. of them. Like she was cradling a shotgun. And this, this Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren will be John Dutton's, so Kevin Costner's character, grandparents. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. So their kid is going to be his, his dad. dad. Okay, yeah. got it. Which I think, if I'm remembering correctly, we saw in 18... 18- 83 and we also saw him in um but wasn't it um who was who was he played by somebody, i have no idea we, he was played by somebody. tim mcgraw was in 1883 but it no, wasn't but we see a flash, flash forward, forward of yeah. a guy was it john lithgow could that be right no i can't remember i don't think so but we also did see his father in Yes. Yellowstone when they had that iconic yeah. scene on the rock. But again, like you could watch 1923 without ever watching Yellowstone if yes. you wanted 100%. to. Just, you know, oh gosh, so our nephew it was very good. Our nephew just finished 1833? Yeah. Or whatever. He's just so in love with that girl and he's like, why aren't they making another one of those? Well, she's narrating 1923. Yes. She has the most beautiful voice yeah she really she, does i like that narration style i think it's lovely yeah. was yellowstone did it deliver last night it delivered mm-hmm. it delivered beth got to do a couple of iconic bitchy wonderful scenes <laughs> i'm um, telling you um badass bitch is on so much stuff in bozeman montana yeah so there's here's the feeling about in she bozeman. is the badass they hate bitch. kevin costner 
because he's ruined Bozeman. Uh-huh. Um, and they um, hate him because of the show. No, just because too many tourists. Just right, but that's not to blame. Of course, him. yeah. But this is just this is the this is what I was hearing on yeah. the streets. They hate them, but in the stores. There, there were a lot of like little references to on Beth. Main Street and Bozeman to Beth. Yes, you know, being a badass, yeah. you know, badass bitch. Yeah. Yes, she's got a really couple of iconic uh, scenes and lines. Yeah. Last <laughs> night, pa- Piper Paribu yeah, makes her, her appearance okay. after yep. spending a year in the pokey. That oh, was a yes, yes, yes. Loose mm-hmm. end that was kind of hanging from season four of Yellowstone, but it was uh, it was excellent. And if you're wondering. Who um, John Dutton, a.k.a. Kevin Costner's assistant, is. You're like, who is this Clara? Because he's the governor, and even though he he doesn't want to be the governor, it's like being the CEO of a state, so he needs a really good assistant. And his assistant, Clara, I can see her like maybe having a good part because she had some good lines, but she was in... That show, Your Honor, on Showtime, oh, she played like that. the oh, mobster's yes, daughter. Yes, yes, yes. Kind of That's the emo I... girl. But she looked so different. That was with Brian Cranston, yes. Your mm-hmm. Honor, on Showtime. That was a great show. It's still on, isn't is there? I think it's, Season two has been delayed, yeah. it looks like here. Uh, yeah, it, they said this back in October, but yes, it is still on, but it's season two is But delayed. it ended like it could have just ended. It could have, yeah. yes. Yep. But anyway, uh, she played Fia Baxter, so if you're wondering why does that clear if you're like uh, Casey and I, we just go crazy sometimes. We're like, we got to know. How do we know we, her? How do we know that person? But uh, yeah, she played the daughter of the bad guy. Okay, yeah. The ma- the mafia guy yep, or yep. the gangster guy. Mm-hmm. And wow. then I uh, my I got a recommendation if you're looking for uh, a six hour or a six episode show that's a serial killer thriller, uh, a horror. A child ab- abduction and a love story. So, in other words, a great puzzle box TV. It's called The Devil's Hour on Amazon. And it was really pretty good. And Casey would watch Casey, Casey recommended it. He okay. liked it. He's the one who found it. Okay. And The Devil's Hour refers to 3.33 a.m. That's The Devil's Hour. Now, I never knew that. As opposed to 6.66 A.M. or P.M. Interesting. I never knew that. All right. So it's a wild show. It takes place in England. So it's, um, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a serial killer thriller, kind of a ghostly horror, a, a love story, a gangland crime. It's like got everything and it's Amazon has three seasons planned. Oh, really? But, All you right. know, sometimes I like a, just a six-hour show. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. Yeah. It, it was kind of good. And then the White Lotus, finally, okay, there's only six episodes in the White Lotus, and which it, we get once a week. Yep, it finally. Finally, on the fifth episode. Boom. Paid off. Paid Do you agree, off. Grant? I think so, yeah. I thought that episode so was good. So you hung in there, too? Yes. I oh. think I, this... I will never not walk away from Sicily or a, a beautiful thing. Oh, it was so all bored. filmed in right. Italy. Well, Lily, right. Lily loves it. I mean, she loves the views like you. So it's one of those ones where we walk. I almost would have walked away, but it's our show together. Yeah, so I'm not right. walking away from it. And it was a jaw-dropping <laughs> finale. Yeah, yes. Uh, so that guy is not his Wait a minute. Did it nephew. end? Lori, did it end? No, there's one more. Was the pen ultimate? Nah. Okay. Yeah, it was the pen ultimate. It finally uh, yeah. delivered, and I don't know how. I'm worried for Tanya. It was just epic. It was good. 
It sets okay. up for, for another good one. I actually, do quickly before we go, I yeah. watched um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that they did yeah, yeah. Okay. with Kevin Bacon. And you know how Kevin Bacon does these songs to his goats yes, and yes, all these yes, things? Yes, yes, The coolest part about this, it's only 40 minutes. It's for the kids. If you want to throw something on fun for your yeah. kids. But Kevin Bacon performs a song at the end of it. It's a Christmas song. And it's he wrote it. He did it. It's fun. Kevin Bacon literally embraces this in a fun way and brings the guitar to the show. And it's a cool little, little, just a little touch of Kevin Bacon. Are you, you going to play, play it for us? I can, I can try to find it. Yeah, find I can, it. not yeah. right now. But yeah, I can pull it up on my Disney Plus and play it. It's fun. Yeah. And then my favorite thing, just going back to the White Lotus, is Jennifer Coolidge plays this reoccurring, really the only reoccurring yeah. character besides her husband, who we haven't seen since episode two. Yep, yep. But Tanya is at this... White Lotus Resort in yes, Sicily, yes, yes. and she's with her new, um, I think she's been targeted by these guys, but these gay best friends, and they're at the Opera House, maybe in Palermo, and there's a regal, older-looking woman in the center balcony sure, thing, sure. and she says to her, the guy, is that the Queen of Sicily? And he just looks at her and says, yes. And she just starts waving at her. It's just... It's just she's like so, epic, she's so blonde. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Just Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. Just, oh. It's awesome. It really... So I'm glad to I hear that it came it. together because I was so bored after the first one. It has... I Maybe it's moved at this languid pace because it's, you know, going to pack it packed so much in the fifth episode right. and then obviously okay. the last one because the you know it opens with a body floating right. up on the beach right and now we're working our way backwards. right who is the body do you know i don't know but there's lots of people it could be now okay there have been a lot of little nuggets nuggets dropped. nuggets it could be anybody's body right grant i mean there's several people who yeah who yeah i like yeah you're right definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you did, can't give too much though. No. All, All right. right. Maybe we'll play that song when we come back. I have it ready to go. Okay, so we'll play go. it coming in when we come. Do you want it right now, or should we play it when we come back? Play, play it when, when we, we come, come back. back. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. All right. So I assume everybody here watched the Vikings game on Thursday mm-hmm. night. How much fun was that? Back Very. and forth. Back and forth. Back. It was a good game. It was, and I forgot how funny my dad's commentating is for football. Oh, tell me. <laughs> Just his declarations. You know, this is. This is not good. All right. Well, this is good. Well, they need an interception right now. They need a fumble right now. Oh, whoever is the last man with the ball is going to win. I mean, that, he just makes all just, these just well, literally, I said everybody makes. I'm sitting there with the group, and I said, and it was our whatever touchdown we missed the kick, and I just said, you know, we're missing this one. Yeah, Boom, misses it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that. How do you, Grant? Yeah, I well, went into my good rant about you're only hired to do one thing. Yeah, and you get paid a lot of money. That's kind of the problem with our kicker right to now. To kick the damn ball between the uprights. Yeah. Well, it was a fun game. And it, was it was super a, a fun. One eighty from the uh, shellacking that they'd mm-hmm. had on Sunday night, and, and the Gophers beat the Badgers yeah. on Saturday. That was mm-hmm. so fun. And then NBC's Peter Alexander, um, who uh, we ran into at the airport, if you remember correctly, we've run into him. I ran. We in, have several at the, places. Um, yeah. He used to go to the Starkey yes. uh, hearing yes. uh, thing. But Peter Alexander, so we, they had on, to, you know, the Today Show, because they, they have a busy, uh, you know, day, all this football, the Macy's Day Parade. But anyway, Peter Alexander, and we did post this, he wanted to investigate the whole school experience that happens at a home game. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of something to see it on Very TV. much. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. 
Want to see the most electric pregame in pro sports? Head north. The Minnesota Vikings are dazzling fans. Oh, the skull chant and the Gallahorn, there is no better. And gaining new ones. The electricity in the stadium is uh, absolutely amazing. I see it on TV all the time from San Diego. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Even before the opening kickoff. It's the best, and I go to away games too, and there is nothing better than this place. We headed to Minneapolis to get an inside look at the pregame that was just named the best overall production in all of American sports. We want it to be an incredible experience, not just a football game, but a full experience the whole time we're here. The most obvious of those is this, 18 feet taken straight from Norse mythology. The Gallerhorn. The Gallerhorn is a- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or that the Vikings sounded that to start a battle. So we thought that it fit really well. This one is sounded by special guests. Like Hall of Famer John Randall. You sounded the yaller horn at the first home playoff game for the Vikings in the new stadium. That moment when you get behind it, what were you thinking? Unbelievable. It gets the crowd roaring. It gets everybody in the right frame of mind. And it's just such an exciting feeling. Even louder is the massive carved drum pounded by a member of the team's Skull Army. When it's the stadium doing the skull chant, and we got this drum rocking, and this place is going. It's it's quite incredible to be a, a part of this. And then there's the chant, 66,000 strong. Skull, which basically means cheers in Scandinavian countries, has been a part of Vikings fan culture for decades. But it got new intensity once the team paired it with a popular cheer from European soccer. Everybody talked about it, it kind of went viral and we got a hundred emails from fans asking us, like, you've got to do this. The Vikings got the blessing of Iceland's team captain to adopt it. And a new Viking war cry was born. Sports is a, is a communal experience, right? And you, you feel something when you're, when you're here in, in stadium for the snow and for the horn and the skull chant, all part of it. That adds to the home field advantage. And the icing on the cake, 55 fake snow machines providing some Minnesota atmosphere even inside yeah. their dome. They blow snow and in there. the art form is making sure you hit as many people as you can. Local pride has never sounded louder. Was this on the Today Show today? No. It was on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday yeah. before the game. And Suni Lee was the one with the big, you know, 
banging a gymnast. Yeah, she oh, was. Gymnast. She did the gallo horn. The gallo horn. Yeah. And then I remember that Iceland thing when they wanted to do. Was that like in a show that we saw? Well, there, well, there was the the guy, the big dude from Game of Thrones, That's is right. a Vikings fan, and he was the one when we opened the stadium. They brought him in to kind of get us to to embrace this new thing. Because like they said in the piece, we asked the soccer team from Iceland to take this chant yeah. and bring it I mean, into our stadium. Remember when yes, they started yes, doing yes, that? Yes, like, I do. Why haven't they been doing this all along? Oh, of course. Yeah, so we got permission from a soccer team, and it is now, like they said, the number one fan experience. It's it's Love really that. cool. When I was driving, and I don't mean to take too yeah, much, I was no, driving, don't. I was leaving Lily's parents' house on Thanksgiving evening, heading home to watch the game, and she lives over in South Minneapolis. I'm driving by... You know, on uh, 94, right by 35W, yeah. where you can see the stadium. And I've got the radio on, and you hear skull. You go, oh, skull. Really? But then you they, could? All, you could hear it, but there's an eight second delay, yes. as we know. Yes. But you could see the entire stadium. Every time they chanted, the lights go on and off. Okay. So the roof was going white, wow. dark, white, dark. As we're yeah, driving yeah, yeah. by, and I'm like, this is kind of cool to yeah. see it from afar. And but... if you haven't been to Vikings, they're fun. Oh my gosh. That yeah. new stadium is fun. I don't even pay any attention to the game. I am there for the social. It's true. It was a fun, a fun game. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Fifth best defense in football, and we came back and proved ourselves much better than we did the Yeah, week I'm sorry to our Green Bay Packer fans about your game last night. You're did- not sorry at all. <laughs> that is the most insincere apology. We work with one. We, and I already yeah. went over to Jess. Yeah, I did too. If yeah. we win, so if we win on Sunday... And the, Lions, the Jets. and the Lions lose to Jacksonville, we win the division already. It's done. You know well, what? Says, I, good for the Vikings. Left. It seems like a miracle that they did the way people have grumped about them this season. Right? What do I know? I love it. I just get my Viking talk via osmosis and the accidental talk, yeah. talking that we do here. But yeah, it's um, it seems like it's not a very hard le- um, division to win. No, the division is terrible. <laughs> not but, this year. But it was just nice to is see. Is it the- ever? Yeah, mm, the Green Bay Packers, the Packers are always yeah. great. Yeah, right. I mean, this why. is so unusual that they're not great. They've mm-hmm. been great for it's so I- long. Who, it's Hiawaska um, Rogers. That's yes, it. There the, you go. The mushrooms. Has but... he not been doing well? Is that why they're falling apart? Has he, he been having trouble He's connecting? been having a lot of troubles, but now it's come out that he's got a broken thumb, some oh. ligament issues. He's oh, got a rib right. injury. He's had a lot of issues, but that's too much sports talk. But yeah. it was really cool to see Ooh. the Today Show. Yes. I mean, my mom called me from Florida. She's like, Grant, I'm watching the Today Show. I know. And they're doing this whole segment on the minnesota vikings that was that's cool. so cool how many people watch though that thanksgiving day parade oh so many people like 20 million or something yeah, oh, i've I got mean, the numbers here it was gonna be one of my huge. next oh. dirt alert uh 24.7 million viewers just nbc alone on nbc alone yeah, yeah i mean cbs I has somebody i tried and... to figure out the tv in montana mm-hmm. to figure i couldn't get it it, oh, drew mariah, 20, it drew 28 million total yeah mariah carey was hilarious was she, was, she well not lip syncing in time and not caring <laughs> Dion Warwick was on a float. How um, was um, Funny Girl? Uh, she, that, that was like the first scene in my parade. parade. Okay. They seem to be in time, and yeah. it could be two because they're the first musical float. Sure. But mm-hmm. Rock and Roll stole the show on Mariah's float. Oh, her kids were on it with her. Oh, it. aren't yeah. they? And they're so cute. Yeah, and, and we posed you. Mariah W Magazine had her recreate all these iconic looks and stuff grant posted that oh but they're cute. great yeah they're great. i love how she is just you know like she, she embraces care. it she doesn't care but even like even on the float she's just singing her way in the sound the, you know the sound is singing it's and way. she's really not singing 
Well, you, she's singing. You know, it's her track. Okay, yeah. And but. she's got a microphone that's not on. Right? <laughs> and she's lip syncing. And she's lip syncing. It. It's what everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to sing live on those floors. What do you but. guys think of the announcers for that fit for that? Well, break? I missed Al Roker. I did too. Al Roker at 27 years Weird. of broadcasting that. That was a big one. He's kind of funny, but Savannah does an okay job. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah. But, you know, Al's. Al was a staple. Al's and he was daddy. at home with the family That's this year. Right. So. All right, Grant, thank you. We'll yeah. be back in a For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.